0: Friends, you're listening to the Shattered Ceilings podcast with your hosts, Stephanie and Adriana. We're here to discuss the importance of mental health from the perspective of two first-generation immigrants. Join in weekly as we dive into important topics such as relationships, parenting, and cultural barriers. Here, we get real and candid as we explore what disrupting the status quo looks like for each of us. Hi friends! Welcome back to Shattered Ceilings Podcast. We're
1: so excited to have you guys here with us for another week. Today we have a very special episode. Um, We're excited to bring up this topic with you guys. Um, In order to introduce the topic, I... Just want to mention we have recorded an episode previously on first gen entrepreneur, but from a male perspective. And we thought that it would definitely be cool to bring on a female entrepreneur. And I think Elena is the perfect person. <laughs> so thank you so much for making time to come and thank sit too. with us today and have a chat. And we're excited to pick your brain on some topics. Um, so I, met elena um, elena is the owner of two boutiques here in the valley desert day boutique um and i love love her boutique Thank you. <laughs> i shop there personally a lot um i like the selection that she has i feel like what i see in your boutique i don't see anywhere else um Thank you. and also i like that i don't want to wear what everybody else is
0: <laughs> right wearing. i was right. wondering where
1: you shop so i'm yeah. gonna, i'm gonna go there no i, no, I know. it yeah i love awesome. love you can tell that um elena has a gift for fashion and you can tell that she has just an awesome creative eye and um, also affordable prices. So yeah, that's <laughs> that's, that's, my that's little... the goal. <laughs> so I I shop there a lot, and one day I was shopping and I saw Elena in the store, and we kind of struck up a conversation, and I could tell right away that she was the owner just because of the way you carried yourself. I remember the kind of customer service you were giving. I could just tell. I'm like, okay, like this is she's the boss. <laughs> so we had like a short conversation, and we stumbled. Upon the topic of um, what it's like to be first generation Americans Um, Elena is a first generation American here so that was a really cool conversation and I remember going home talking to my husband about it and he's like you need to ask her to be on the show (laughs) so I did and I'm glad you're on so thank you so much Elena
2: thank you for having me for
1: coming with us today and hanging out so um, in like a brief moment go ahead and introduce yourself not only to the audience but also to us we don't know much about you um tell us a bit about your background where you grew up how you came to the states
2: sure um so i was about 13 years old when i mean my mom moved here to united states um i do have an older brother who was left uh back in russia because he has his own family so okay. he did not want to move mm-hmm. um so my mom previously when i was younger she actually owned a clothing store so i definitely feel like i have that um eye for fashion just from seeing my mom Mm -hmm. you know working with clothing um in fact my mom was a designer this is what she went to um, college Um, for yeah so this is pretty much i've been around fashion my entire life it makes sense now (laughs) um so when i moved here i worked you know i worked some retail i work in um healthcare as well but you know when i sat down one day me and my husband we were just thinking of you know what does the future hold and just kind of brainstorming now what what is it that i know mm-hmm. and i was like wait a second <laughs> yeah i know this yeah i can do this yeah and I guess this is this is where we at. That's, <laughs> That's awesome. So that today. was
1: leading into the second question. How did the idea for the boutiques come? <laughs> so from your mom, you grew up around that.
2: I grew up around that. I think I work. So one thing is, I feel like the idea came to be is uh, a lot of my friends, families, and just friends, just in general, people. They're always commented on my fashion style, which. I didn't think I had any. Mm-hmm. But I've always had that uh, comment. I was like, okay. And I work in retail as a district manager for about eight to nine years. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I got a little bit of a the advantage. Exa- yes. Mm-hmm. You know, paperwork and just like things behind the the scenes of the retail. scenes, the fashion field, just in general. Um, and then I went to work for a healthcare facility, which sounds like, okay, what does that have to do with it? But um, it was a lot of just like management, paperwork, okay. filing,
1: things. Which just- makes up a big part of that that people probably don't
2: realize. Yeah, exactly. People think, oh, just clothing. Yeah. But running a business, it's definitely, to me, something completely different because mm-hmm. there's a lot um, behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So I feel like put together like, The fashion sense and growing up Mm -hmm. and just you know being around that and having that um
1: eye for fashion
2: eye for fashion Mm -hmm. but also the management skills that i was able to inquire within the past 10 years i feel like that's what um
1: that's awesome and that drew me back I have to, to it. say you're very, the way you do your business and handle your boutiques is very refreshing Thank you. Um, I, I think like I said what I see in your boutiques I don't see anywhere else the way I see how you are with your employees um, which we'll get into later is very refreshing so it's cool I love seeing a boss girl that's like <laughs> killing it out there so that's really cool yeah. um, so the second question that we kind of want to get into is what was your key driving force to become an entrepreneur?
2: I think the most important one is a, to be honest, financial freedom. Mm -hmm. Um, But behind that, a freedom to be able to spend time with my family, with my friends. Mm -hmm. Um, Growing up in poverty, you know, my mom was a single mom. She had me and my brother, and I've seen her struggle a lot. Mm -hmm. Even though, you know, she worked in fashion, she had a little store. Um, it wasn't enough because where we're from you know economy is just completely different than here in america so um you know although i had an amazing jobs but they never gave me the freedom of scheduling the Mm -hmm. just independent all in all freedom Mm -hmm. and being flexible with being flexible but i think my family time just just me in general is probably number one thing that I want to do in life, mm-hmm. just me, just being able to travel, just being able to be free. Yeah, And I felt like this has given me that.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that. That's very inspiring. I didn't know that your mom was a single mom. That's
2: yeah. huge. Yeah. I grew up uh, not in great conditions, but again, that's probably the what's given me the drive to mm-hmm. do this because... Yeah. Um, she wasn't able to spend a lot of time with us whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember me and my brother pretty much grew up by ourselves because she had, you know, 10 different jobs just all over the place.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I realize with, like, entrepreneurs, especially if, like, first generation, usually they come in a home that's more, like, poverty. Mm -hmm. Um, I grew up, like, in a more poor family, Mm -hmm. and my dad was, like, working his butt off Mm -hmm. to help my mom and all the kids. And now he's like 50 and he's made it and it's such an accomplishment mm-hmm. and that like inspired me to like okay if my dad came here with nothing and mm-hmm. made mm-hmm. it can do it like why can't i do that so yeah that's yeah. awesome
2: i feel like that's that's yeah
0: super inspiring. yeah i think that's a common denominator in
1: a lot of um, entrepreneurs actually the male entrepreneur we had on kind of had the same upbringing a little bit mm-hmm. his mom was working a lot out of the home Um, and he, the mom was a single mom too, actually. (laughs) So it's kind of interesting. And I love to see that you guys are just really strong and inspiring people because you take things that other people might deem as difficult and it just has set you up for success. So Mm -hmm. I think that's really cool. Um, so I want to ask, can you like describe and outline like what a typical day looks like for you as an entrepreneur?
2: Sure. Um, usually when I get to work, I always go through, um, just, the inventory making sure what needs to be restocked. Um, you know, I do a lot of orders, I am a shopaholic by nature. <laughs> now I get to shop for other people, right? That's so awesome. that's that's the fun part. That is fun. Um, so that's pretty much you know, majority of my day, just kind of going through um, the inventory, seeing what one store or another needs, um, kind of doing a lot of reorders, mm-hmm. um, setting up store displays, you know, just kind of go over the whole scheme like how how to how to bring a new look to the boutique right so it always
1: looks different when i go in exactly always (laughs) how often do you go often sorry like honestly every time i I go to arrowhead mall just for the boutique so
2: um you know, fun trick that I do. Everything is color coordinated in store. And so oh, I love that. Yeah. My husband loves that. He went in my closet and he's like, you need a color. <laughs> yeah. Coordinated. yeah. So that's kind of a little bit fun. But what it is, is majority of the time when a customer comes in, it's almost like, yes, we do get new arrivals Monday through Friday, but in the sense, pretty much everything is the same. But I always, like, literally move the entire store around. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'll get customers. They're like, oh, I bought this a week ago, but, like, the whole store is new. And I'm like, no. It's literally just, like twisted 360 I that, you it's don't see that different. in most stores that's really yeah, cool yeah so we're not um in like a seasonal uh clothing to wear the like, entire season you're gonna have that one collection mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're just more of what is trending right now mm-hmm. you know what i mean so everything is just kind of moving moving It's more moving. curated with what
0: you want yes yes so
2: what's on instagram what's on tiktok what is trending right now what is you know what is happening um, it's just, just kind of like the inventory constantly moves. Do
0: you have maternity clothing?
2: Well, yes, you know, a lot of silk dresses that's, that's like what's in right now. A lot yeah. of like vacations. Battles. I don't want to
0: buy maternity clothing. because I'm like, if I buy this, I want to wear it after. You want it so to I just cute. want like flowy, cute things. Yeah, so yeah. Definitely yeah that's why. <laughs> and I'm
2: all up for uh, stretchy clothing. Like yes. anything that I don't like stiff materials that like, um, you know, just things I'm that like, cool. yeah anybody could wear it so
1: okay so you're very hands-on with yeah the stories yeah okay. and do you um, how much of the day would you say you spend like because you have two sons right I, yes okay mm-hmm. so then you go and do you do mommy duty after that after yes that? Okay. Pretty much, <laughs> so yes. you're doing it all yeah, well, well. <laughs> that's awesome that's so cool I try, but. Um, so that kind of leads into the next question how has being an entrepreneur affected your
2: family life I think it affects your family life tremendously, um, in so many ways, right? It's a lot of sacrifice because although, um, as I mentioned earlier, what I really strive for is, um, freedom to be able to be with your family, Mm -hmm. but then again, I'm so hands on yeah. that um, a lot of my time goes to yeah. my business. And I mean, it should, right? Because obviously, if, if I wasn't, it wouldn't be mm-hmm. um, where I am today. Mm-hmm. So it does affect your family life a lot. Um, you do have to take a lot of, you know work trips or Mm -hmm. stay late or you know but it's just all about balance you know Mm -hmm. taking the time off um, making sure that you're present for the time
1: that you're there with them yeah
2: and then also like you know if they have any you know any events going on you're just there for them and but again I feel like also I am in my third year Mm -hmm. of running this business so my ultimate goal is to at some point in time because we just came out of covid so it's been really hard in a sense mm-hmm. but i feel like maybe in the next couple of years i would have that you know independency to be able to spend a lot more time with my family than mm-hmm. i am right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know because yeah. i in the in the way i am still starting out mm-hmm. i feel I like 30 saying. years is nothing yeah. it's yeah. like it's, it's the still beginning. the beginning yeah. yeah so you
1: started in 2020 21 2021 Okay, yeah. a year after covid yeah
2: yeah so, you're brave <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i feel like right now i'm just like an autopilot where i'm trying to balance uh work at home but you know the goal is to just kind of i see what
1: you're saying delegate and kind of slowly step away yeah okay yeah, yeah i see so what do you feel like entrepreneurs need in terms of support from their family and friends in order to be successful
2: I think, um, wow, okay, honestly, if I didn't have the support from my husband and my family, Mm -hmm. I definitely would not be here Mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. Um, I think my husband has been a tremendous support um, financially, Mm -hmm. physically, mentally. That's so sweet. Um, I mean hands-on just brainstorming mm-hmm. physically painting doing whatever oh, you know any type of awesome. yeah <laughs> um, you know he, he i know as women men i mean in general we can do it on our own but imagine how much harder it would i mean honestly i feel like it would be borderline impossible right mm-hmm. um, yeah especially with having two kids mm-hmm. uh, like i said it's a lot of sacrifice my husband i feel like he put part of his life on hold Mm -hmm. for me to pursue my dream yeah you know he really had to like step away from his business Mm -hmm. and you know take care of our little baby Mm -hmm. um because you know i was a stay-at-home mom Mm -hmm. previous to that Mm -hmm. so he had to just like pretty much jump in you know 110 percent yeah and if he wouldn't have done that I don't know.
1: That's amazing. Um, It sounds like he really believes in you and in your vision. So that's really cool.
2: I I think. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And
1: being on the same
2: page is huge,
1: I think. And like you said, I love that you brought that up, that, yeah, as women, we are strong and we can do a lot, but it would be so much harder and yeah almost impossible if you don't have a partner that's there to kind of pull alongside with you
2: but Mm -hmm. imagine like not even i'm just thinking in general like single mothers and whatnot if you don't because i've had employees that are like hey i really need a job and i'm like well hop on in but then you know i see them like hey you know i don't have anybody to take care of my kids or hey this or hey that and i could just see that like it's difficult in Mm -hmm. them Mm -hmm. they don't have the family support. And just breaks my heart because it's like, you know. Yeah.
1: yeah. Even if you want to move forward, it's hard if you don't have that support system. Except for it, anything. Yeah. It could
2: be like college or... Uh, You know, it could just be anything, really. But I feel like family support is...
1: I know, it's everything. Yeah, especially with kids. It does take a village, I feel like. (laughs) Yes, yes.
2: My mother-in-law, my mom, just in general.
1: That's amazing. Um, That's so great that you have such a good support system. Um, So I want to ask, how would you define success, like in your terms?
2: I'll circle back to what I said earlier. To me, um, being successful is being free. Mm -hmm. Free to uh, do what, how to put it? For me personally, being successful is to be able to spend time with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, financial freedom. Mm-hmm. That is,
1: yeah, that's what the I,
2: that's the goal mm-hmm. because um, in you know the life that we're living in this day and age it's you know
1: mm-hmm. i agree with you that's i we talk about it my husband says that a lot financial freedom um it's you have to work very hard to get there but mm-hmm. i think that entrepreneur mindset of wanting to be financially free is kind of what pushes you along the way and is just yeah. like you're driving for so yeah
2: and it's, it's, it's unfortunately that it has to come down to that but that's the reality of you know if you're working eight to five and you have two to three jobs to mm-hmm. just being able to support your family, most likely you're not going to get to see them. Yeah. yeah. And um, my biggest you know, achievement is my family. Mm-hmm. So I would love to spend 110% of my time with them. Mm-hmm.
0: But there's a season for everything. Yeah, but that's yeah. not
2: the reality, right? We all have to,
0: to work together. To work, well, right? I think the number one thing families mm-hmm. deal with is like finance Mm -hmm. Exactly. if you're not doing well that's what you're thinking about and you have to work all these jobs Mm -hmm. to provide for the family but then you're not spending time so it's that like you're kind of stuck in this wheel so it's like you're thinking outside the box and it's Mm -hmm. like how do i want to spend time with my family Mm -hmm. and And then you know
2: when you see a lot of families just you know when they're struggling unfortunately it's probably the majority of um you know generation is you know there's arguments there you know money is Mm -hmm. really the
0: root of every problem yeah
2: a lot of problems in families and whatnot so I guess that's a really like I said that's my drive and my definition of success is being able to spend time with my family
1: yeah and that's awesome I think that you have like your priorities really well in line so that yeah. that's great i think your family grounds you a lot too right
2: yeah like i said growing up was being like kind of on my own because my brother was 10 years older than me so he i felt like he was my caretaker because mm-hmm. my mom was never home working yeah. mm-hmm. i feel that like i feel that
0: right yeah i can see that yeah
1: so going forward do you believe that there is like a pattern or a formula to becoming a successful entrepreneur And if so, like, what would you define
2: that formula as? Um, Obviously, consistency. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I also feel like you definitely could go ahead and this is a common mistake mistake that i see people make is that they go into something they try it out and they're clearly not successful it's not working for them maybe that's not their niche maybe this is something they're not um really familiar with but Mm -hmm. they just jump in Mm -hmm. and it's not going anywhere yeah But I see a lot of this mentality, don't quit, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you could do it and, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going to succeed. I -hmm. think that's a mistake. Mm -hmm. I feel like, um, you know, you could go into something and if it's not working for you, you're just going to have to cut it loose and move on. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, So I think just finding if you are going to go into, um, building your own business from ground up or however, I, I think you need to find something that you are either good at
0: or could mm-hmm. relate
2: to works or for you. Yep. that works for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You, you can't just be like, okay, well, I'm going to be a doctor tomorrow. and mm-hmm. never went to, like, it just doesn't work. you yeah. either, you know,
0: I know what you yeah. mean, I have a follow up question with that. Do you feel like people are born entrepreneurs or you could really make someone an entrepreneur I know that's kind of controversy i i question. talk to friends and family about that and i i like to see what people especially when you're an entrepreneur what your
2: thought process is on that i don't know if i was born or i was forced to <laughs> <laughs> um to think outside of the box and be like what can i do to Have a great future Mm -hmm. because I have a lot of friends and family, and they have a lot of opportunities to do something for themselves instead of working their nine to five, Mm -hmm. and they choose not to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're like too comfortable. Okay, maybe uh, this is a really good question. Maybe it takes like a little bit of uh, I don't know if I could say it in camp balls (laughs) to just like (laughs) jump.
1: Yeah, take that like leap of faith. Yes, you have to be a risk taker to be. Yes, I
2: think just jump and then like i said if it doesn't work out it is what it is you know you just pull back move on but knowing that you have to
1: switch it up if things don't work because like you said a lot of people are we talked about it also in the last episode about psychology behind the self-help industry how you people feel like i have to hustle but if you haven't like Taking the time to think, what am I hustling for? It might not be it for you. So that's huge. I think switching things up if you see that it's not working, and yeah, being consistent if you see that it is.
2: It's just, and I mean, it almost seems like borderline impossible if you have a steady job, right? And you're living the life, but you always have the dream in the back of you. But this, the life is so stable. Why would you leave stability? Yeah, why? So it just has to be. You have to be one of those people that maybe has nothing to lose yeah (laughs) or i'm not sure but um i've always been the type me and my husband has always been the type of people that are we we just see any opportunity Mm -hmm. and we just like
0: Like jump on it jump on it
2: yeah and then it's just like oh this is good but then sometimes it's like okay that was not it yeah (laughs) but it's a learning curve yeah but then it's just move on to the next yeah you know what i mean you have a great work ethic that's
1: awesome thank you so do you feel that being and kind of i wanted to talk about this do you feel that being a first generation immigrant has aided in your success as an entrepreneur you kind of touched on it um seeing being forced to think outside of the box
2: well i'm not sure i mean um like i mentioned earlier i don't really have um You know, when you especially, like, we live in Arizona, Mm -hmm. right? So we have uh, a huge Hispanic community. Mm -hmm. And I see it a lot where Hispanic women, they, um, like I said, they follow each other. They're really, they're helping each other out. Mm -hmm. I'm not within the community. Like, we don't have Mm -hmm. a large um, Russian community here in the States. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like it has anything to do with... um, like, where I'm from. Okay. You know what I mean? It's...
1: I don't... Do you see the opportunity in this country as opposed to growing up in Russia?
2: Oh, yes. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Um, I feel like... I'm not, when again, I have not been there in so long that Mm -hmm. I don't even know about what from, Mm -hmm. I hear like from my brother and my sister-in-law, they don't have a lot of opportunities because Mm -hmm. I was even, um, you know, thinking of like maybe starting uh, some type of business out there, maybe extending um, my stores out Mm -hmm. in Russia. And it seems like it's borderline impossible to start up a business over there because mm-hmm. of the politics and the government. So yeah. I feel like in America, we have um, a lot more opportunities. So, yes, in that sense, um, you know, coming here and seeing
1: the opportunity, seeing taking the, opportunities, the
2: reins, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So we have a lot more variety of things we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think so.
1: That's awesome. And do you feel like you got your work ethic from your mom at all? Seeing her be such a hard worker?
2: i would say so well yeah, <laughs> yeah my mom is another level <laughs> that's another story yeah,
1: well, another episode <laughs> yes, <you'll> come back. <laughs> yes.
2: no my mom is just hardcore i can't even I, I yeah you can compare but uh yeah in a sense
0: okay i try oh <laughs> i love that yeah um, i feel like you coming from or like to america at 13 you can see more opportunities than like I feel like at least Like when we were born here, I kept hearing growing up, like, we're so lucky we live in America, there's so many opportunities, Mm -hmm. you don't know how it was back home, and I never really understood that until I got older and I would visit Romania, Mm -hmm. and I remember, like, asking around my cousins, like, oh, why don't Mm -hmm. you guys do this, and they're like, you can't just open up a business, (laughs) I'm like, oh, like, what about buying a home, can you get a loan, they're like, no it's way more complicated complicated so now growing up i'm like oh i'm so thankful my family came to america and there really was a land of opportunity and they took it and Mm -hmm. it made me think different like okay we need to take advantage of this because i feel like a lot of americans born in america are just used to it and Mm -hmm. i think they're comfortable and they have the nine to five and they're okay with it
2: yeah because um uh, yeah that's it's definitely kind of they different too yeah
0: I think if you have a nine to five it's fine I know there's mm-hmm. some people who are totally comfortable with it and they love yeah. how like I'm off and mm-hmm. no one calls me and no one bothers me mm-hmm. and that's why I asked earlier like do you feel like you're born with that because I'm born with like why don't you do this opportunity and yeah. this and this you and my at, dad yeah. totally, he was like listen what I learned in life you you just can't make someone be like a businessman like either yeah. have what it takes or I th- like i think he's that like you too. can go to school I'll yeah take all the books he's like they won't do it and i I'm agree like, with you yeah so that's, I, that's my opinion curious
1: no yeah because I mean, you said wherever you look you see an opportunity you're always looking for an opportunity yeah. that's my yeah. husband i'm like <sighs> sometimes it's so like can you just relax <laughs> no you gotta
2: just no i'm <laughs> yeah. telling you ever since we were younger i've been married for what 16 years now mm-hmm. and like He'll be like, oh, like I'm gonna open up a pool cleaning business. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then he she
1: has that mindset, like you. Yeah. Well, wow. No, he, yeah. And so,
2: <laughs> yeah, um, I know. And so then. He would go get a job as a uh, pool cleaning guy, and he's like, Okay, this is not it. So then he'll be like, Oh, I'm gonna do this, and mm-hmm. he will like go get a job doing that. Mm-hmm. And then he be like, Okay, I like this, let's do this. So just like trying things yeah, out. That's cool that you're both like that. Uh, at least he's smart to get a job first, not just
0: go full on. Yeah, <laughs> no, the because
2: there are two true. types of
0: people where they just go all yeah. in, and it's like, You should have just worked maybe one day and, and see saw if you it. like but it. But that's what right? I mean
2: about like at least um if you're gonna jump into something know what you're doing yeah. you know what i yeah. mean um just like research. you know if you're like if you're gonna go to college and really dive in into something and then you're gonna open up your practice or do whatever mm-hmm. like as a business owner like know what you're doing what you're yeah. yourself into you okay. can't just be like okay well i'm gonna be a business owner and just you know mm-hmm. jump blind then then it's a different story yeah
0: yeah yeah I- I see that. Um, I know you talked about your husband-in-law and your mom. Would you say those two are like the biggest inspirations? Or is there anyone else that comes to mind when you think of why you're just so inspired to do this business and how you think?
2: I mean, they're definitely uh, an inspiration to me. Um, I really can't think of anybody else. Like I said, I, I just, um, you know, I try to inspire myself in a way like I can I really can do this you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so yeah they're definitely the people that I look up to you know you know my mom uh grew up in Russia so she's definitely has a different angle like here in America she works you know um she's completely different because she doesn't have like I said there's a lot of opportunities here Mm -hmm. so she doesn't have to struggle or do anything of any sort that she was doing back home you Mm -hmm, know what i mean jumping some boobs to Mm -hmm. uh survive so yeah a bit different now that's
0: um i know we kind of talked about this earlier with like women supporting women what does that mean to you and how does that look like in your business
2: um i think again just being a woman Mm -hmm. And just um, having my family support and seeing that so many women do not, it just really reflects. So um, just to give you like a a little bit of an example, I've had employees that um, didn't have babysitters uh, for their small children. So instead of like be like okay well you can't come in or whatever or just call off i would let them to actually bring their child to work Um, yeah and have them in the back as long as they behave and that way you know they don't lose hours and you know what i mean it's just it's just showing them like i don't know who would else do that yeah the thing is if you're gonna go to a corporate job that's just not going to happen. Yeah,
1: that's why I'm saying you do things very differently. Yeah. You can tell.
2: Yeah, I definitely like I said, I'm trying to put myself in their shoes and as long as um, you know, the stores are running, I pretty much always accommodate my girls um in a way like I said a corporate job mm-hmm. would never.
1: Mm-hmm. I also think that has to do with you keeping your humanity. Like before you're an entrepreneur, you're like a human with compassion like for your employees and
2: I think the difference is since I worked you know in a corporate my whole adult mm-hmm. life and I know how we get treated mm-hmm. you know you're not necessarily bad but just it's so a little s- different yeah it's just like this you know what I mean yeah. you're 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 just an employee mm-hmm. and so when I opened my store you know my number one promise to myself in a way was mm-hmm. I'm going to treat my employees Personally, mm-hmm. They are very personal to me. Mm-hmm. Their problems are personal. Um, their issues are personal. Their success is personal. You know, if anybody is um, going to get a better job or better opportunities, it's also personal to me. I would never step on the way. So, um, you know, I'm always rooting for them because I know they could do better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also like, I'll sit back sometimes and I'm amazed at the fact that I'm able to provide a job for somebody yeah and you know everybody that works in my boutiques are women yeah so that's just like a really cool thing yeah <laughs> like i'll sit course. there and think i'm like oh my god like like you're providing like, jobs 10 for years ago women. i was interviewing i was hoping to get a job
1: mm-hmm. and now you're able to put food on their table yeah now, now
2: i right. am able to provide them a job you know well you know the pay is not the greatest in retail yeah but you know
0: it's something, yeah. It's and something and bring, letting them bring their kids. I feel like that's yeah. huge. Because most moms, if you don't have a sitter, <laughs> then you're home.
2: <laughs> yeah. So when I opened my store, I'm telling them, um, I bought a couch. I bought a Keurig. I bought him a TV. I got a that's Netflix. So little, <laughs> a little living room. HBO subscription. And I was like, and the couch is like reclined. So I'm like, hey, you get your break. You could take a nap. That's awesome. Wow, that's great. But it's because so cool. of, like I said, I worked in retail and other jobs and it was never personal it was just very you know you come in you clocked in you clocked out you go home that's that yeah Mm -hmm. so i felt like okay like this is this is personal to me
1: right and you never know what role you're gonna play in their life like in the future if they look back they'll probably always remember you and what like how you were in their story and the way that you
2: were as a boss. So that's really I, cool. I think so. Um, previous to that, when I worked in a healthcare facility, I've had a manager that I've cried. Wow. When I like when I left, I was crying. I'm mm-hmm. crying to this day. Every time she comes, sees me, because she comes, visits me in my store now. So and cool. she's like, oh my God, whatever. I love your clothing. Mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like I borderline cry every time yeah, I see her. It's like because, a full circle moment. Yes, because yeah. she's somebody like, I would quit my boutiques to go back and work with her (laughs) wow that's that's awesome awesome, she inspired you yeah Yeah, she's just such a cool person that's so rare too yeah and so when when i started this i was like okay i'm gonna be her yeah that's amazing i'm gonna be amazing well i'll you know try obviously you can't very cool
0: Um, please everybody i love that though because most people honestly if you talk to them they hate their job yeah or they're complaining about their boss and co-workers Mm -hmm. so it's like if you can be that example and you are trying your best i got not everyone's gonna like you that's Mm -hmm. just life but if you know you're trying your best and people appreciate that that's like such a good moment of like yeah you'll foster
1: like a good atmosphere among the employees and then that translates to the customers too when they come I
2: hope the store. so i i hope that um, you know it reflects
1: mm-hmm. yeah like i said s- tell you do things differently so i think that's awesome
2: my husband doesn't like that. I mean, he yeah. he feels like I'm way too uh,
1: nice. <laughs> Typical man. Um, yeah, He's Like, what is this? You need a good balance,
0: but yeah. I'm that's like, it's Keurig. Like what? <laughs>
2: just coffee.
0: I love that. <laughs> Has there been or like what was the most satisfying moment in your business where like you like could step back and be like, this is that moment where you felt like that?
2: I just uh probably the customer's response um every t- because obviously like when I come to work you know usually like maybe you caught me in the good moment but you know I look like uh, just like you know hair in the butt just, I look crazy okay yeah
1: you were chilling you were having a good day yeah
2: and so you know I'll pass by and I'll just like act you know mm-hmm. I'm working Anyway, and when I hear the customers' response among each other, like them and their friends, they would be like, oh my God, I love this store. Like, I only come to the mall for the store. Mm. Oh my God, I love, you know, the prices. Oh my God, I love the clothing. You know, mm. on and on and on. Yeah. That is literally, like, it puts a smile on my face every time. And I feel like that's the most, um, you know, rewarding in a sense yeah it's worth all the hard work yeah. and then you know I've, i have a lot of uh repeat customers that i mm-hmm. see on and on and on and on and that's mm-hmm. also kind of cool yeah that's actually very cool And i'm sure they refer people and it's just
0: yeah that's so awesome so i like I stephanie like why didn't you tell me about this story? <laughs> i don't know i don't know actually, we, don't really, I wear. we don't talk much about shopping yeah I i'm not a big shopper but yeah like when i go shopping i'm I like know. why don't i do this more often <laughs> so I'm I surprised
1: my husband hasn't asked me about all the receipts. From <laughs> <laughs> Your He's like, what is this?
0: Uh, we're going to wrap it up with the last question. Uh, where do you see yourself in 10 years personally and professionally?
2: Um, although America is a land of opportunities and I'm forever grateful um, to so many that I was able to, you know, grab and Mm -hmm. go with personally i would love um to take my family and go yeah go anywhere i don't have a specific um place in mind but i would love to just to move Mm -hmm. and raise my family someplace else Mm -hmm. for so many reasons and that's probably another episode (laughs) as well yeah um professionally I would love to expand you know I've gone to New York I've gone to a couple other places Uh, Mexico um, forever has my heart and there's so many um, amazing places where like when I visit I'll be like oh my god like my boutique would totally Mm-hmm. this is it yeah like, i need to open that block right now <laughs> yeah so uh, i would definitely love to expand mm-hmm. uh, maybe even outside of united states but mm-hmm. again like we spoke it's a little bit hard mm-hmm. um for you know in other countries mm-hmm. um but yeah that's that's kind of where i see myself i, w- I would oh. love to leave united states you know maybe once i retire hmm whatnot but uh
0: that's awesome yeah Yeah. awesome I I didn't know what I was expecting but I was like that's a cool
2: answer (laughs) just to see I just you know there's a lot of the a lot is going on in the United States you know yeah the quality of life is not really what
1: it (laughs) used to (laughs) be especially
2: for young children I'm just everything that's going on and the narrative that's been pushed on us Mm and it's just scary you know I'm scared every time my son goes to school I'm scared mm-hmm. every time I get an email from school I'm sp- mm-hmm. I'm just scared yeah you know
1: that makes sense and Something, um, a price we have to pay to live here
2: yeah yeah and uh so yeah that's that I feel like there's other amazing places out there where you could raise your family but then again when we talk about 10-15 years down the road my children will be grown and mm-hmm. they're probably going to make their own decision whether they want to follow dad and i or or do their own thing or stay here and you know yeah yeah
1: that's well, awesome i hope you're still in phoenix <laughs> please don't oh, um, the, please don't know. leave and go
2: because
1: we'll definitely want to have you back on more episodes and i'll still be at the boutique
2: <laughs> well, that's all to, the time, to, so. i'm talking about like when i'm 50 and i'm like okay i'm yeah. done
1: yeah <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us thank you special thank you to elena for joining us we would love to um, have you back on again in the future if time permits and um, it was just a wonderful episode i love um, connecting with other women strong women in the community and thank you so much for just sharing your perspective and being so open Um, we really enjoyed our time with you Um, thank you guys again for listening please go ahead and subscribe to apple podcast spotify and youtube to keep up with new episodes And don't forget to leave your feedback in our anonymous suggestion box. Thank you guys and we'll see you again next week.